How's it, everybody? Um, I had a pretty chill week this week, and I know, <laughs> like, the first few weeks of this semester have, like, not been that case. I think it's because this week, or this past week, rather, was the last day of the course. Remember how I mentioned that we have 10 weeks of our courses and now the 10 weeks is up, right? So this is the one that started in the beginning of November and it's finally done. And obviously it feels far more longer than 10 weeks. It means it's really 10 or 11 weeks of actual like course time. But when you um, take into account the uh, winter break, you know, that's another four weeks there. So it feels really long and, you know, no rest for the weary. We are going straight into our next class next week. So what I initially thought we would be getting a break from, because I swear that's what she said, you know, when we started last class, it seems like she reneged or changed her mind, but she really said it was because of the way the scheduling was for, I don't know, setting up the next class. So it's like just for a minute we can um, or I can really enjoy like the, you know, finishing off a course, even though our final paper is due next week. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much done with it. So here we go again. Another I guess this time it's 12 weeks. She has it till 13, but the 13th week is just our papers due, but no class period. And then minus another week for spring break. So technically 12 weeks, but really 11 class periods. So here we go. I I feel like it feels nice to sort of wind down on one thing. You know, I'm already getting started with the first assignment for the next class. Let me get that right. Um, so yeah, this, this past Wednesday... I, I really enjoyed the past three sessions because remember how I was talking about like it was more of a very like one-on-one -on -one consultation with the professor in an open forum environment. So you're really just kind of sitting there listening um, and essentially doing nothing. Of course, me, I'm multitasking and I was doing some kind of work in between when I felt like it but with final presentations you know I really wanted to go in the beginning I was like oh no 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 I'm definitely not going first which I did not but I went second so I was able to kind of chill I wouldn't say cruise but I was able to chill but usually um I think the expectation is that we have questions comments feedback after our peers um presentation so I just make sure I really did comment on the people's presentation that I understood. I think there were a few topics that were a little over my head or not really something I was super interested in. So those ones I didn't turn on my microphone to either comment or ask questions. But for my other peers, I definitely did. So I do enjoy final presentations, not just giving them, but also watching everybody else's because this is you know, high level PhD stuff. And this is what my expectation is all the time. And what I mean by that is when I was teaching high school <laughs> freshmen, I don't know why in my head I had this idea that <clears throat> the freshmen, the high school freshmen were going to be the same as like us older adults. And I think that was so 
naive of me and and to imagine this kind of utopia that these kids were going to be as articulate in their presentation and as also um, articulate in their comments and you know group discussion which is so not the case but this is the fun stuff for me this is like what I enjoy the most is having an intellectual conversation about a topic you know having I don't want to say back and forth like it's a bad thing, but, you know, having a conversation. And I enjoy that the most as a group, especially when it's topics that I don't want to say lively in terms of like a bad thing, like we all disagree or something, but just that we're all having a conversation. I'm a very social person. And even if it's not social topics, it's like, you know, business or serious topics. The fact that I can contribute something and then listen to other people's ideas and opinions. I really find enjoying and fascinating. So this, you know, last class period with the final presentation, I feel like was the most <laughs> in the nerdiest way, the most fun I had in this 10 specific 10 week course, you know, that started all the way back in November. That just feels so forever ago at this point, but I felt good about mine. I followed someone who is usually, I feel like really good. And, and I said that I'm like, oh, you know, I don't really want to follow this person, but you know, I really want to go next. So I'm just going to do it, you know, and to have that support from at least my classmates and my cohort that I have a good interaction with was really fun. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying where I'm best friends with everybody. No, <laughs> I can't tell you that right off the bat, but, um, you know, that's just life. And I don't know. I just thought it was good. And definitely the comments I got from my professor were at a minimum. She's like, oh, the only thing I think of was like add another research question. And she shared that. She was like, otherwise, I, you know, I don't I don't know the exact word if she used the word fine or good. But in her standards, I will take that. OK, because like I said, she's very hard to please and she has high expectations so the fact that she didn't have one any negative comments and two had little to add to that i wouldn't think much of it and i feel like um my paper will probably have comments that she didn't say verbally in front of the class so you know it's very you know hot cold um, with her a little bit so i'm taking it with a grain of salt but i'm also taking it as a win that you know, she didn't provide anything blaringly terrible about my topic or how, you know, what my presentation was and the content of it and how I am planning to write this perspective that we were presenting. Essentially, we were presenting our paper. You know, our paper is due next week. So I think there's this understanding that we're not done with it and just present, you know, the gist of what we have. Me personally, I was done with it. So, you know, it's good to go. And I do have to um, send in a draft. You know, as mentioned before, we are going straight into the next course, um, the next 11 week course. And that's pretty much going to ride out the rest of spring semester. So it's already felt long. <laughs> um, and just seeing the syllabus and the calendar, I'm actually... Again, not to be so nerdy, but like super excited because this course now is just focusing on qualitative methods. 
So when I was looking at the assignments we had to do, and what's also really nice about this course is, and she warned us that we aren't doing any group work. So I am full on taking advantage of the fact that I don't, you know, half my time isn't tied down to other people's schedules, right? And I'm a person that likes to work ahead. Like even right now, our very first assignment is due right before, no, during spring break, which I think is like five weeks from now. So, you know, I'm in full swing already with that book report. So the fact that I can really work ahead or at least this is what I like to do, right? I like to do like a rough draft and then over time refine it. But I have all this time because I started early and then I'm pretty much done before the deadline, but I sit on it and I like to let it simmer. And then I come back with fresh eyes and maybe something new popped up. Like even this last paper with the perspective, she was like, oh, you don't need to do timeline. So I just deleted it. Is it more work? Yes. But in this context, I don't mind it because this is supposed to be practice for a real prospectus that we'll be doing, you know, in a year, a year and a half. So, you know, you might as well do the practice now. And I think that's just the way the program is. Like you just write, 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 and then you have to edit down. Like even right now with this book report, she says she doesn't want no more than three pages. And my report now is just over three pages. And I clarified with her, you know, it, it was like a really simple instruction was write a brief summary of the key points that you learned from your book. It's so broad and open, but I know her. I know she's like looking for a specific thing. So I asked her, I'm just like, when you mean brief summary, did you mean like write a Cliff Notes version? Because how do you summarize a 250 page book into three pages, right? Um, I asked her, oh, did you want like, is it supposed to be like evaluative and our personal reflection of the book? Or is it both? And she's like, it's kind of both. So right now I am writing this paper like the Cliff Notes version, right? I'm just literally like regurgitating information in a very succinct and generalized way because I have to cut down 250 pages into three pages. And that's a, a lot of topics were covered in this book. And how do I pick and choose what I feel like are important enough for this book report. And now the fact that I have to add in sprinkles of my commentary on it, now that leaves me even less space and more that I'll have to cut down to three pages. So this exercise of being succinct and synthesizing these ideas is really hard. Like the writing part is easy, but now when you have this finite amount of space, then it makes it even more difficult. So how do you say the same idea in one sentence that takes like five sentences, right? That to me is the challenge. To me, that's sort of been a really overarching theme of the PhD program is we've already proven we can read and we can hella write, but now can you write succinctly? Yeah, that's really hard because I feel like we all think everything is important to share, right? And and now how do you cut that down? Or how do you synthesize it so that you can cut that down? I think that's the stage where I'm at now with this next paper. So it's going to take me a little bit to do it. But like I said, I worked early and I have a lot of time to think about it and work on it. But the funny thing is what she's doing is when you 
each book report that we have to do is about a certain qualitative research design method. And mine is on content analysis. So each week we are covering those topics. So she's saying that whatever your week is of that topic, which is already now defined in the schedule on the syllabus, that is the week you'll have to present your book report. So lucky me, I'm presenting right before spring break, which is right before the paper is due, which I feel like is the perfect position to be presenting because it pretty much is the same as just this last paper, right? We present it a week later, it's due. Same thing for this book report for me. I'm going to present a week later, it's due. So I feel like I lucked out and we didn't know this ahead of time when we picked um, our topics and our books, which she gave us like, you know, right before winter break um, to look at during winter break. So there are some people, these presentations are starting in week two, which is two weeks from now, right? Because this week coming up is the first week, um, you know, no one's presenting. And then the week after that, whoever has that topic is presenting. I was like, oh man, that is like so crazy. But had it been my topic, I would have been totally fine because I worked ahead and now I'm like, cool, I got to present week two. I'm ready. You know, maybe I'd have to work a little faster than I'm working now, but I'm, I'm certain I would have gotten it done. So for me to have an extra two weeks from the, the, the start of presentations, I feel really good about it. And even looking at the other assignments seem doable, but as I know from experience now with this professor is Every time it looks straightforward and doable, it's far more work than it looks on paper. So I really need to be ready to fully understand the assignment. Like just like this book report, it was literally one sentence, write a brief summary about this book. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know there's more to this book report than just some brief summary, right? I think it's sort of maybe a disconnect on how we perceive what a brief summary entails, which is why I needed to seek clarification and more um, information about like, what do you want? Like, you, you need to tell us that. Like, what do you want out of this brief summary? What does that mean? And usually it comes in a form of an example to which she did not provide an example. So I had to email her about it. I was like, I don't see it in Laulima, um, which is our course management system. So um, I don't know if she's even done it. As of right now, I feel like she has not done it or at least told us that she updated the resource folder with it so we'll see like i said there's a ton of time and nobody knows <laughs> except those who probably listen to this that you know i'm working ahead so i guess the assumption is everyone has just gotten started at least in terms of reading the book that you're supposed to read so i'm really seeing the syllabus for this upcoming course is like i'm almost excited to do it because like i said i I think I have defined myself as a qualitative, leaning more qualitative researcher. So with this qualitative methods class, I feel like I'm actually excited to do all of these assignments up probably up until I really figure out the work that entails to do these assignments. <laughs> and I'll probably change my tune. But for right now, when I read the syllabus, I'm like, yeah, that that sounds about right. You know, fair enough. But I worry you know, in the fall when you have to do quantitative methods, I am really going to struggle. So I'm trying not to think about that because I feel like that just raises my blood, already high blood pressure. So one thing at a time, Jessica. 
so right now I'm just trying to get this prospectus turned in and looking ahead already to that book report. But yeah, I'm waiting for that example just to see like how much of a basic bitch my paper is and how really comprehensive how really comprehensive I'm supposed to be the paper when I see that example. And that'll probably like, again, have me freaking out. I suppose we'll see in the next podcast to see like how maybe freaked out I am to see like, oh, we have to do that. You know, like she wants it like that. Anyway, a couple, you know, stories or anecdotes for my GA ship. We had another meeting. And like I said, there's two other people that work under the, um, you know, the DOE person that's on the team. And they were talking about this workshop that I guess they all attended, including my boss who helped put it on, I guess. And it was just so funny because, you know, they are older and they're really excited about two things that I guess I already knew. But one of them was like, they thought it was so clever when he used the phrase or the word freemium you know, like premium, but the word free, F-R-E-E, so freemium, which for those of you who don't know, really just entails free software or applications where you actually do have a lot of quote unquote, like premium features, like things you think um, would would be behind a paywall. They actually just give it to you for free, you know, because usually like those basic bitch apps <laughs> like will give you a little taste and it's like you gotta pay monthly for this you gotta pay this much for an app to have access so freemium just means having offerings of access or tools that you would normally see under a premium slash paid app but they're just giving it to you for free so they were like, ha, oh, ha, 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 really funny. And I was just like trying not to laugh so hard. I was like, you guys are so funny. And then the other one was, I guess one of the presentations was on this presentation tool called Slido. It basically is you can embed polling within your presentation. So people don't have to like go to another website or have to click on a QR code or something like that. I think it's already embedded into the slideshow and then me as a presenter then I have back-end access and you like you can easily share the results of course there's a polling feature on zoom but you know if you're not using zoom or you know when you're already planning for your presentation because zoom you have to like do it again or like put the polling information you know through zoom beforehand but at least with your slides presentation is already just like embedded in there so there's this convenience factor and it just looks good and it works great and i recently learned it through my other GA ship in the fall semester. So the fact that the university level is sharing it with the DOE level, especially for teachers who want to use it as a tool in their classrooms for polling or, you know, just kind of taking a temperature of the class, I think is really good. But again, to see them kind of have like this sort of mind blown kind of thing was also um, funny, just in a way of this, like, this is awesome that we're all kind of sharing knowledge and sharing tools because at the end of the day, whether it's University College of Ed or the DUE, we're all in the education space. And, you know, it's all for the kids, right? You know, we do it all for the kids. So I thought that was one of the interesting things that happened of it. And that's why we're all here, right? I mean, that's why I'm in my PhD program, you know, in education. So I just like love this kind of stuff, right? I think even if you're not in the industry of education, I think we may not know it, but we are educating ourselves some way. Like even if it's informal learning, especially with informal learning, you are learning nonetheless. 
I love it. And again, it makes me remember how a few weeks ago I was like, I forgot why I'm here. Like, I forgot. Like, I want to quit. I don't know. And it's one of these kinds of moments. Like, that's why I'm here. That I and now I'm getting back on the right track now. Right. Like, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this. So um, it's good to kind of see your reason, your goal. Right. Again. So. Yeah, this is me having a good week. I'm going to call it. I, I had a good week this past week. And. I attribute that mostly to the course ending. So watch my tone change this week when it's the beginning of a new course. I'm like, oh my God, I want to quit again. So take the ride with me. Peaks and valleys. It's just a roller coaster of ups and downs here. So, I mean, that's the whole point, right? To um, sort of document, memorialize this sort of journey that I have, even if I'm probably just like talking to outer space here and, and no one's listening. It still feels good to just say it out loud. To end getting shit done, my zen as fuck this week, I really had to pull in some zen because I have this really old monitor. It's my husband's and it's really been starting to piss me off. Like at this point, it's my fault to continue to try to use it thinking it's going to work this time because when the monitor works, it works. But when it doesn't, it pisses me the fuck off. So it's like this monitor is like it'll just go to sleep, but my computer still sees it as being active. So my mouse can go there, but I don't know what's happening because the monitor's sleep and you click and you try to do something to wake, quote unquote, wake it up and nothing happens. So then I have to unplug it and, and stupid me would like try to do it again. But it really is so convenient to have that second monitor, especially during um, Zoom meetings because, you know, you you run the Zoom on one and I can multitask on the other. And I could still do that, yes, because I have been doing that this past fall semester. It's just, you know, if I can make it work, I'm going to make it work. But, you know, if this monitor keeps pissing up, I'm, I'm literally going to throw it and slam it down on my front porch and on the concrete. OK, so do I need it? No, because I've survived a whole semester without it. Is it super luxury to have it? Absolutely. So we'll see. I don't know if it's worth buying one, but if someone wants to donate one to me, like I'll take it. It has to work though. Okay. None of this bullshit, like falling asleep and even though it's for like no good reason. So that's what's really been, oh, oh my God. Just when I was having a nice high, I'm coming back to a low. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see about that. And yeah. One course, pow, ready for next week. I will see you then.